0: to another episode of the Leveraging Gifts podcast. I'm your host, Anquilla Bello. Join us weekly as we explore the six pillars of success, faith, time, health, connections, money, and your genius. I believe that each of these pillars are gifts that we can leverage to aid us in creating a life filled with greater impact, influence, and income. So come along on the journey as we leverage our gifts. Hey friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Leveraging Gifts podcast. I'm your host, Anquilla Bello. How have you been? The last few weeks for me have been pretty trying, honestly. I have been dealing with learning how to trust. So we talked about before trusting the process, but I've been dealing with just learning how to trust, period. Learning how to trust God while I'm on this journey of truly walking out my purpose in the assignment that he's given me learning how to move in obedience, learning how to listen to his voice and do the things that he's designed for me to do. And it hasn't been easy because while there are certain things I know from my career and things that I've done in the past, things that I have learned, they don't necessarily always align with what I feel I'm getting as a divine download from the Holy Spirit. So I've been like, okay, this, this is not working, God, because while I know certain things about marketing, because I worked as a marketing and branding director for real estate, while I know certain things about business, because I went through the whole formation of putting together a co-working space and co-founding this thing from the ground up. I've been a realtor for X amount of years. I went and took classes in business development. Planned on getting my MBA at one time, but I also have real life experience. So I'm like, okay, God, but my real life experience is saying I should do it this way. I've spent money on coaching courses and marketing courses and branding courses. I've been to in-person trainings that I've done at universities, trainings with other individuals who are experts in their spaces. And I'm like, God, this is not lining up. (laughs) Right. I know From my experience and from what I've learned, that this is kind of a process that allowed things to unfold properly. But God is like, yeah, but I don't want you to go that route. I want you to go the route that I'm taking you. And I'm like, "Uh, I don't know anything about this route. This route um, doesn't have a blueprint. (laughs) It doesn't have it's not coming up in Google Maps. Like, I'm not seeing it. I'm using Apple Maps. I done typed it in ways. I'm not getting no directions. So you're just telling me I'm just going to be out here blindly? Okay, God, I don't know about this. I've been having a really hard time trusting the directions that I'm getting from the Holy Spirit. And it's not that I don't think he has my best interest at heart. It's just that it's fighting against my own limited human logic. Because my human logic knows what it has experienced over these last 30 plus years. I'm not going to tell y'all my exact age. These 30 plus years being on this side of eternity, right? But God is outside of time. He knows everything. He knows the end before the beginning, but I don't know that. I just know where I am right now and I know where I'm trying to go. And when I take a step back and I look at other individuals who have went that route or I look at the way that school says you should go to go that route or the experts or other people who teach a particular thing or what Google Maps says. These are the steps. But what you're saying don't line up. So I don't know if I could trust that. Then it lets me know that my faith is being challenged. That's one of the reasons why faith is one of the main pillars for the Leveraging Gifts podcast because when you're on a journey of walking out something that was divinely given to you by the Holy Spirit, you have to have faith to keep going on that journey because it won't look like what you see everywhere else. There may or may not be a blueprint for it or it may deviate from the blueprint and without a solid foundation of faith, you're going to fall apart. It's like a house that's built on a bad foundation. We know that the scripture tells us about that, but I'm using my real estate brain right now. If that foundation was faulty, if there were issues when it was laid, if it was uneven, if they didn't allow it to settle properly, if there are different things within that process that didn't take place how it needed to take place, if it gets a major crack in that foundation, that house can begin to fall in. Do you ever walk in those houses where they're leaning? It's like, The right side of the house is two feet down from the left side of the house. The left side of the house is two feet higher and you can roll a marble across the floor and you can see where it starts to slope down. And you're like, oh, something is up with the foundation. It's totally off. And that's how it is when our faith isn't solid. And so God has been challenging me saying, where is my faith? Because if my faith is solid and I look and I see the storms of life or I look around and I see everybody doing something a certain way, but he's saying do it this way, I wouldn't challenge it. I wouldn't feel like I can't do it that way. I wouldn't buck at it because my faith would be so sure. And so sometimes God is telling you to do it a different way than what he gave everybody else is because he knows your faith isn't where it needs to be for you to do it the way other people did it. He knows that if you do it the way Jane did it, the way Felicia did it, the way Sarah did it, the way Marcus did it, the way Mario did it, the way Thomas did it, that something is going to show up and it's going to scare you and it's going to knock you off your path. And we can see this so many times if we look at scripture. When we think about the children of Israel, we talk about them all the time because we're like, oh, they were terrible. They were horrible. No, we just know the end of the story. They don't but if we take a step back and we look at our own story we will see that we are horrible we are terrible we don't believe because we don't know the end of our story so we know the end of their story so we judge them but think about it God knew that there was a shorter route to the promised land But he also knew if he took them that shorter route to the promised land that they would be afraid of what they saw on the way there because, you know, the giants and the other nations and they were bigger and maybe had a more fortified military. He took them a longer route around so that they can avoid walking past those certain nations and people. But the problem is when he took them the longer route, one, he's taking them the longer route because again, I'm trying to build your faith and I know that if you go this way, you'll be afraid. I'm gonna take you the longer route. But in taking them the longer route, instead of that time allowing them to trust the process, to trust God, to have faith in how he's leading them because you gotta remember the dude just parted a whole sea. Y'all literally just walked across the, dry ground where there should have been water that was i don't know how many feet deep just think about that walking across the atlantic ocean how how can you walk across the atlantic ocean you can't imagine in your brain in our time some kind of way there is dry land all of a sudden in between the atlantic ocean and you can walk from florida to the bahamas what how but that had just happened. Think about that for yourself. What was the crazy miraculous thing that God just did in your life that you're like, what? Maybe you are getting your PhD and you haven't had to spend a dime. Like everything has been paid for. Every time you turn around, you get another grant or another fellowship, another teaching assistantship or whatever that's called. <laughs> but money keeps coming to cover school and you're like, whoa, I, I don't know. I'm just walking and going and I'm not paying for anything. Maybe you've been healed from something. You were sick. The doctor said we don't have a cure. We don't know what's gonna happen. But then you go back and they can't find anything anymore. Hmm. It's giving miracle. It's giving God stepped in, right? So this had just happened for them. The children of Israel, they just seen this Big, miraculous feat. However, slash comma, he still knew if he took them the shorter route that they would be afraid and that fear would step in and it would make them cower when it came to going into the promised land and conquering the promise because the promise had to be taken by force. In his infinite wisdom and knowledge, he decided to take them a longer route, but in them going the longer route, they still complained they still was dealing with a lack of trust and a lack of faith and I found myself in that same place and if I found myself there and God told me to talk about it on this episode that means you find yourself there there's something you're complaining about there's something that you're dealing with a lack of trust around or a lack of faith that is going to happen and it's going to take place I want to encourage you today because we do know the end of the story of what happened with the children of Israel. I really want to encourage you today to take hold of your faith and stand on it. And one thing that I would suggest that I've done that has helped me in the past is go through the Bible. You can use Google. We have Google. So use it. Google promises that are in the Bible. Google stories of people who had great faith. What is that in Hebrew? I think it's in Hebrew where he lists all the people who were counted because of their faith. And he talks about Joshua and Abraham and Sarah and Joseph. And they list all the people that were counted righteous because of their faith. You can start there and then go find their stories and you can use their stories and replace their names with your own name and use that as something to stand on for your faith. And then another tip is in the book of Joshua, remember when they crossed, well, I don't know if you know, but in the book of Joshua, same thing happened. They crossed over what was called the Jordan River. When they crossed over the Jordan River, God told them to take stone from the river and to build a memorial so that later they can tell their children what happened. They can tell them how God delivered them how he set them free, and how they were able to cross over into the promise on dry ground. Those were called memorial stones. One thing that one of my really good friends who's a spiritual warfare strategist, her name is Melinda Michelle, if you want to check her out, I think on Instagram is Melinda Michelle 21. I'll link it in the show notes. But one of the things she taught me was to take a piece of paper and write down memorial stones, write down the different times that God had came through in my life. The different times that he had done something that I had been praying for, even if I didn't pray for it particularly, but it was something that I really needed a breakthrough in and God showed up. It could be something small, not anything big. It could be I wanted a particular interest rate on a car and God showed up and I got a lower interest rate than I asked for. For some people, that's minor, but that is a big deal because that saves you lots of money. So just really thinking about those times that he came through for you and making a list and writing those things down. And those are your more... Those are your memorial stones. Whenever you're dealing with fear, when you're dealing with doubt, when insecurity's coming up, when you're unsure, when your faith is a little shaky, go back to those memorial stones. Go back to the things that God has already done in your life and you look at those things to remember if God did this, then He'll do that. If God saved me here, then of course He can save me over here because He's the same God today, yesterday, and forevermore. And sometimes You need music. For me, when I need to really think about that, I play Thai Tribbett, Same God, because that song, one, is crunk. Two, it really gets my mind like, hold on, he is the same God. And as you're reciting those words and the lyrics to those songs, and then you go back and you look at your memorial stones and you begin to think about all the times and ways that God has stepped in, then that little shakiness and that faith, it begins to strengthen. Those are some tips and tools that can help you when your faith is a little eh because we're human it happens if we go back to the story with the children of israel when they're trying to go into the promised land because they didn't think back to the fact that like a week ago dude just parted the red sea and we walked across the ocean on dry ground it didn't register in their brain but because they didn't think about that because for some reason they forgot about it That's again, why you write it down so that you don't forget about it so that you can go back and revisit it because our human minds are fickle. But for some reason they forgot. And because they forgot, their faith was challenged. Essentially because they had this lack of faith and trust in God, it led to them whining, complaining, murmuring, and so many other things. And God said, oh, you gonna keep complaining? This is what we're doing? All right, none of the adults will make it into the promised land only the kids. They literally were in this wilderness, basically walk around the same mountain almost for 40 years because all the grown people had to die. Think about that. You can stay in your place of having a lack of faith. You can stay in this place of having a lack of trust. You can stay in this place where you're complaining, where you're murmuring, where you're like, God, I just don't know. I don't get it. It's, it's, it's not working. And if you decide to stay in that place, you can forfeit your own promise. You can forfeit your purpose. You can forfeit your assignment because you don't know how to get out of your feelings. Because you don't know how to simply trust God to guide and lead you. Because you essentially don't believe that he's going to do what he said he would do. And I don't know about y'all, but um, I don't want to forfeit my promise. I don't want to forfeit my purpose or my assignment. For me, I was like, oh, girl, you need to get it together. You already got the story. You know how it ended. You saw the end. Only the kids were able to get into the promised land. And by the time they went in, they were grown. Think about that for a second. We got to wait for all these grown people to die. And they lived a long time, but we're going to use our numbers and our ages. You're telling me if we got to wait for these grown ups to die because they're doing all this stuff. What type of hell are we putting our kids through? you telling me my kids? because I don't know how to stop murmuring because I don't know how to stop complaining because I don't know how to simply trust God, even though I don't understand the process. But because I'm focused on the fact that it doesn't make sense to my limited brain and my limited knowledge and I'm complaining and I'm not trusting, I'm subjecting my kids to another 10, 20, 30, 40 years of going through this cycle that they don't have to go through because God is like, no, I can't bless the next generation until your generation that has done all the complaining the murmuring that created the idols that didn't trust that caused Moses to sin because your generation was so out of order and so out of line and so out of character I can't bless this generation until your generation dies off bro what we doing to these kids (laughs) literally we are setting them up to live a life of walking around a mountain for 40 years, being in a cycle of certain things for 40 years because we can't get it together? Nah, I can't do it. At least I won't do it. I've decided not to do it. And that's the whole idea. Life always goes back to making a decision. Why? Because God gave us free will. He's not going to force us to do anything And sometimes that free will can get you cased up because it can take you outside of God's covering. It could take you outside of the promise that he has for you because it can cause you to not trust, to have a lack of faith and create unbelief within you. And a lot of times it's not because God didn't show up and come through in the past. Sometimes it's just pride. Sometimes you don't want to go through the process because your pride says, I know what I'm talking about. Your pride says. Uh Uh-uh, I went to school for this. That's not how you do that. Um, I have done this for 20 years as my career. I know that if I do these steps, that this is how this unfolds. God is like, but yeah, that's not the way I want to do it. So that pride can get you caught up too. Ask me how I know. (laughs) So you really have to take a step back. Because again, like I said, we know the end of the story. We all want to cross the Jordan. At least I want to cross the Jordan. I don't know if you want to cross the Jordan. I want to cross the Jordan. I do not want to get stuck in the wilderness. That's not my story. My story is I crossed over the Jordan and I conquer all this. All this territory, it became mine. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. I'm taking everything that I want. I'm going completely after my purpose in my assignment and doing all the things that were laid out for me. Because why not? Because I've already won if I know how to trust. It's already mine if I do the work. If I put in the work, if I follow the process, if I walk out the steps, it's already mine. So will you trust? Will you follow the plan even though It doesn't exactly look like what you thought, even though it doesn't match your idea. Even though it's a little bit different, but it's still leading you towards the ultimate goal. Or will you be like, nah, I ain't got time for this. I'm um I'm go over here and I'm just I'm just gonna sit here and walk around this mountain until I die. I'm gonna stay in this same cycle until it's over. Because most of us that's dealing with most because if you're dealing with the lack of trust. And a lack of faith, this ain't, this is not new. This isn't something that just popped up. This didn't just happen overnight. This didn't just occur in your life you know this because you can look at it and you can see that this is a cycle this is the same cycle that you go through every time you start taking steps forward and you feel like you're almost there and then the next step that you're supposed to take it's a little bit blurry it's a little hazy you don't quite see what's on the other side of it you go back to what you know or what you knew and going back to what you knew takes you back around this cycle all over again and then in two years in three years in four years you end up right back at this spot are you gonna get tired of walking around that same mountain I'm tired of walking around the same mountain are you tired of walking around the same mountain because you can choose to stay in this continual perpetual cycle or you can choose to break it and just follow the steps that you were being given lean and not until your own understanding We have a very limited knowledge of the world and everything that is around us. But because we live in a society where there is so much information, where there's so much at our fingertips where we can Google and almost find out anything, where we can say, Hey Alexa, my Alexa might play. Oh she didn't. I think I turned her off. But where we can say, Hey Alexa, what time is it? It's 1246 PM. And she did. There you go. But because we live in that type of world, Because we live in a type of society where we can put food in a microwave and it's done in 30 seconds. We don't want to take the steps that are outlined for us when God gives them to us because they take a little bit longer. Because it's not readily available. Because we have so much information in our fingertips, we think we're so much smarter and we know so much. And we have so much more knowledge than the ancient of days. No, sweetie, you don't don't. You have so much more knowledge than people who lived in the 1800s. You have so much more knowledge, not necessarily wisdom, you hear what I said, knowledge, than someone maybe who was born in 1910. And you have more knowledge than a current kid. But what you don't have is more knowledge than the ancient of days. You do not know more than God because he exists outside of time. He created all this. Everything we see, everything we know, everything we will ever see, He created all of it. Even the ideas that man brings to light. He put the ideas in our minds. He did. So we can't recreate water and we can't recreate air. The two things we cannot live without. Water, air. We can't create them. So anything that makes you think that you know more than God, just knowing the fact that we cannot create water and we cannot create air should let you know that no, you don't know more than God. And nobody else on the earth does. So take a step back from thinking you know so much because, you know, you're living in the year of 2022 and understand that you still need God and that you should probably follow his plan because he knows what's going to happen in the end. You probably should lean into trusting him because he knows how the story unfolds. And I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to myself as well, because I found myself in a place where I was like, I don't want to do this. I want to do it this way. I want it to happen like this. I want it to come to pass like this. And God's like, no, if you want it to happen, this is the plan. And I'm sitting here like, huh, this is a freaking cycle. I've been here before. I've seen this before. I've experienced this before. I don't want to experience that again. I don't want to be here again. I'm not going to keep walking around this same mountain. So I'm going to trust the process. I'm going to listen and I'm going to have faith and I'm going to walk out the steps that he's given me. And I encourage you to do the same. It's not always easy. It's not because we don't know what we don't know. We don't know what we're going to come up against. We don't know what we're going to see or not going to see. We're unsure of what those steps are going to exactly lead to. But we know the plan that we have or what our steps will lead to. It's a walk of faith. And if I can leave you with this, I would say, think about Abraham. Abraham was told to leave his country and leave his people and go to a land. He didn't know where that land was. He didn't know where he was going. He just followed. And then he became the father of many nations and all this lineage and everything that came from Abraham. I mean, Jesus, duh. But he followed. He just was like, okay. And he trusted the plan. He had faith that God was going to lead him wherever it was that he needed to go. And that's the same faith that we have to have, that God is gonna lead us to our end point, into that end goal. Because if he gave you the desire, he's going to help you fulfill the desire if you walk out the plan the way he's designed for you to walk out that plan. And if you know a friend, a family member that you know needs to hear this, that maybe they've been kind of battling and struggling with their faith and walking out the exact steps that God is telling them to walk out, especially because maybe they're highly skilled and knowledgeable in a particular area share this episode with them tell them they need to tune in and they need to listen because you don't know how it's going to change their lives and how it's going to affect their journey I hope I said something today that sparked something inside of you that opened your eyes to a new way of thinking and a new idea and concept and until next time may your gifts make room for you